These are the things that change males to men. What's up, family? This is your man, Darius Dante, a.k.a. the ambassador of Males to Men United. Males to Men United, mentoring and empowering males to become exceptional men. Thank you so much for tuning in to another M2MU podcast. As many of you already know, I graduated high school in my hometown of Pensacola, where I attended Woodham High School, home of the Mighty Titans. I played I played on the basketball team and I was coached by Pensacola legend coach Benny Washington. Coach Washington was a hard-nosed, in-your-face type leader who instilled hard work, discipline, and a never-quit attitude in his players. Whenever you saw Coach Washington players around town, you'd rarely see just one of us. You'd see at least two or three of us at a time because Coach Washington promoted a brotherhood amongst his players. I had got, It had gotten to the point to where people around town would see us and end up saying, there go them Benny boys. And so after graduating from Woodham leaving Coach, and leaving Coach Washington's basketball program, it was like you became part of a Woodham basketball fraternity. Long after, you, long after we stopped dribbling, shooting, or dunking a basketball for the, for the Titans, we still had a particular bond that once we, once we knew that you were part of the Woodham Titans basketball team, you were Benny boy, Use instant family, and that brings us to that brings me to today's podcast. Today, I have the distinct pleasure of having my man, the Shazor, aka Shay's Knight, with me today. A little bit about Shay's before we get into it. Shay's is a former Wooden Titan, aka a Benny Boy, who not only graduated from Wooden High School, Shay's also graduated from the University of South Florida in Tampa. He worked. He works for the U.S. Postal Service, and he has been there for nearly 20 years, and he and he has provided a generous living for his wife and his family. Shays, what's good, my brother? How you doing? What's going on, man? What's going on, man? Appreciate you having me. Appreciate you, you know, thinking of me and, uh, you know, giving me a chance to, like, you know, try to give back, you know, through my voice, you know. Absolutely, brother. The pleasure is mine, man. I'm glad that it worked out to where we can link up together and do this do this podcast together. Nothing like a Woodham Titan meeting up and getting it done. Right, right. All right. So uh, let me see. Today we're going to discuss the Today's topic is going to be about the option of going to college or joining the U.S. Armed Forces after high school. That's what we're going to talk about mainly today. But before we do that, Shays, if you would share the story of how you came to know me, how you and I first (laughs) met. Yeah, I'm starting to think, man, you love to hear this story, man. But I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> we all we, we all like that, man, because uh, and, and I know it's probably a probably a story that can be near to your heart because it's from a point of view, you know, just a someone that didn't even really know you, you know. Um, I tell you know, I grew up in Pensacola, and uh, from the time I was seven years old, you know, I knew I was going to go to Woodham High School. Um, so, you know, my father, he, he would take us to the games, um, you know, PHS, the Washington games. So, you know, right. I, I basically grew up in Woodham Gym watching uh, Kowatin and Co-Washington uh, grew up with my mother on the, uh, okay. on, the, on the east side. So, you know, I knew uh, I knew of Coach Washington, um, you know, like I say, since I was since I was a young boy. But, uh, yeah, let me get into it. So, you know, this, you know, this particular day, um. Uh, just just growing up, 
you know, like like we were talking, man, back then we only had three channels. So, man, I was just a student <laughs> of basketball from the time. Like like I say, the first time I really fell in love with it was like around uh, 87, man. I was watching uh, Isaiah take on the Celtics. You know, they okay. lost. And then, of course, it, it turned into Lakers versus Celtics. And, and I'm uh, a big Lakers fan, right on. Right, right, right. You know, I know you like Worthy and, you know, yeah. I, and I heard me, you know, with my – Analytics are worthy, and I know they were spot on because I watched them for you know many summers on, on VHS tapes. But uh, this particular day, man, you know, I know it probably coming back to you a little bit because you were a little older and you know you probably weren't playing ball as much. But I was uh just about to enter high school, um, getting ready to start at Woodham. Or I may have just started, but basketball season hadn't quite started yet, so we were still you know out able to play and do stuff like that. I hadn't quite got under Coach Washington tutelage yet, you know. Right. Because you remember how it was. Once you got started, it was all business about basketball, you know, until, yes, sir. until he gave his vacation time. So um, these were probably some of the last days that I would, you know, get to go out and just willy-nilly and play ball. But I had just – I grew up on Olive Road. Um, so I had probably – I had rode my bike up to uh, Ferry Pass Middle School. You know, anyone from my area know I, I was on um, – West all the road, so I was way down on the other end. So I rode about maybe two or three miles at least, maybe maybe three or four miles. I rode my bike to Fairfax Middle School because they used to play ball. Um, went up there, played ball for a day. I had a friend live right behind there. You know, went played video games for a little bit. It's starting to get dark, so um, I had a tough pop. You know, it was a uh, be home before it's dark, and you know, I got right. a mile hike. I got to play ball all day. And, you know, I called my mother and, you know, she's going to bring my dad's truck up there, put my bike on the back. And, uh, you know, my homeboy, you know, me and him, and was like, hey, man, let's just go kick it up at the uh, at the court, you know, till my mom's get here, you know, just shoot around or something. And right. um, we pull up and uh, it's two guys there and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and a girl, you know. Right. Um, you know, she looks about like our age and looks like, you know, Looks like you guys are teaching her, or, you know, working on a game and stuff like that. And uh, at the time, right. you know, no matter where I went, and I just I don't know where I got this from because I, I didn't I didn't really start playing organized ball till I was like 11. I played for Coach King at Brentwood. Okay, uh, my first coach. Yeah, um, yeah, but, yeah. But um, anywhere I went, I I, I I didn't necessarily challenge people, but I had to, you know, I had to ask, you know. So I was hey, so. <laughs> And uh, this was another thing that came to me today, you know, when I was thinking about it. Um, I, I first asked you guys, did you guys want to play 15, you know? And um, so okay. we all kind of, we kind of broke out in the game of 15, and, you know, we're playing. And, uh, you know, that that's my little icebreaker. You know, I, I get to see kind of how everybody plays individually. And, right, you know, right, I get it. Right, so then, right, so the next thing, you know, I I, I take it to the, I'm, I'm that kid, man. I, I'm bugging everybody. So my my next thing is, well, let's break out a little two on two. You know, me and my man, and you know, uh, I think uh, I think I, I want to say it started out. It was Dwayne and his sister. You know, uh-huh. kind of sat out to the side. I don't know. You was chilling, like, uh, you know, or you or you said, uh, I'll just pick up whoever lose or something like something to that nature. But um, right, right. But uh, just to get into the story of how I first met OG Bleed, you know, that's what I call you, OG, my Woodham OG, so OG Bleed. Yeah. And um, much love to my man Dwayne and Candace. Yes, rest in peace, my brother. Yeah. But yes, 
Definitely. Yeah, so. And Candace, Candace was an all-star at Woodham. I mean, probably the best yes. girl in the city, a junior and senior year. Very you know, talented. I, of course, I came to know everybody a little later. But, um, you know, at this time, I, I still really didn't remember you. You know, I had seen you play, but I didn't, you know, I had never seen you on the street. So I didn't really, you know, know you. Right. And uh -huh. um, so the first game, you know, we beat Dwayne and Candy, uh, you know, me and my homeboy. You know, we we had uh, we played together at Brentwood, so you know we we beat them. And um, you know when you came on, I think Dwayne was going to switch out and continue to let Candy play. And I believe I said something to the nature like, "Oh, come on, man, why don't you know y'all two play so we can get a challenge or something of that nature?" And you know it probably came off brash, and you kind of shook it off and whatnot. So so we playing, and um, you know we jump out to a, a nice little lead on y'all, and um. I'm talking smack, you know, but I'm talking from zero zero. But now right, that right. I'm to a little bit of leave, so I'm talking, and um, and you know, like you're talking back a little bit, but in a respectful, like older, you know, manner, like you know, right and, on, uh, huh? Right on. I, I got you. Right. Okay. I'm and so you know, I'm starting to, but you know, now the lead is starting to dwindle a little bit, and I'm starting to notice that. You know, you're playing a little bit faster, a little bit hard, not necessarily harder because I, I still wasn't a challenge for you at like 13. But I'm seeing now you're starting to stop me. You're starting to like make it an issue to like not body me up though, but you're just showing like I'm faster than you. You're like you'll beat me to the spot. And you know, I was still at that time, I still was like a, a Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas fan. So I'll, I'll kick it. You know, I wasn't selfish or nothing like that. So we kept the game kind of close. And, uh, right. Just to get to the, to the, to the main part, it, it got it got to a point where we had game point, you know. And um, between me and my homeboy, I'm the closer, so um, you know, mm -hmm. I'm taking I'm taking the shot, or I'm I'm going to the hole or something, uh, some kind of way you block it or, or strip me or steal it, score a basket, and now it's tied, and uh, now we both have game point, and um, you know, you uh, you check it up to me, and um, you know, I come out. And um, at this point, I'm serious. I ain't talking now. So now, right, right. you know, everything I'd have seen on tape, you know, because like at this point, I hadn't really had any coaching. I'm I'm overplaying. I'm getting ready. I'm, I'm, I'm tense because I'm like, you know, I can't let him score because he the one that kind of brought him back. So I'm right. getting all revved up. And, you know, you kind of you clap the ball in. You take it out. You pass it to your man, uh, Dwayne. And like I say, these are things that I will learn later on, man. I'm overplaying so hard so hard but i i see man and ball though you know i see man and ball and, i mean exactly you're not exactly. moving and i kind of see Dwayne give a little like i don't know if he like his you know he didn't give like an instance of what was about to go on but he i i saw him look at you and in that moment when i saw him look at you i took my eyes off you and that's when i just i felt the release you know but by the time i turned well, man Dwayne had done threw that thing off the backboard i looked up you about a, eleven feet up in the air, <laughs> that joint down, you know. And I'm I'm thirteen, man. I don't know about all getting dunked on and you know stuff like that. And I'm just looking like, man, you know. And you oh. down, <laughs> and you say, oh, but that's game, little man. And uh, tell Coach Washington I said, what's up? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my goodness, and I'm and, and I'm like, wait, you know, Coach Washington. You know, I mean, and I don't talk so much junk. Like I, you know, 
at that point, you know, my homeboy like, man, come on, man, you, you know, but I, you know, I, I couldn't come and say, hey, man, what's your name? So, you know, because at this point, you done beat me. I can't say, what's your name? So I could, you know, find out about yeah, you or whatnot. Yeah, you know, so, uh, so, you know, uh, just to like kind of cap the story off, um, you know, like no one else in the city, man, um, all the alumni always come back to, to make sure the young boys are getting the right and uh, proper schooling that they're supposed to. So, you know, I, I go through like my ninth grade year. Um, I think it's coming almost to the next summer. I mean, I haven't seen you since, you know, I have, I really hadn't even thought about it. Right, and, right. Uh, you know when it go down, when Coach called and had that camp, had his camp. Already. After the little kids camp in between the, 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 the middle school and high school kids camp, we get in about, what, two, three hours of straight ball. Easily. Yes. Yeah. Easily. And you pop in there. You, Javen, Didi, Will, uh, Sadrick was just about to leave for school. So, man, we, I mean, these are probably the best runs I've seen. I, I look up and I see you and I'm like, Oh man, that's dude. So you know, I'm uh and uh my cousin um he uh he grew up in Wedgewood uh with you or you know right down the street from you. So um yes. he like shout out to Wedgewood, Wedgewood in the house, no Wedgewood, doubt. You know it. Uh, so he was like, oh him, oh man, that's that's Dante, that's Bleed. I'm like, oh oh you know know them? He was like, yeah man, that's that's Bleed man. I was like, man, I got a story to tell you. So, you know, I told him, he was like, man, believe in Dunkin' since like seventh grade, man. That ain't nothing. Oh, man. my goodness, man. Hey, man they, he say they, the, the legend is, man, you know, when he was in seventh and eighth grade, he jumped up and bust his lip on the rim or something like that. <laughs> they started <laughs> Oh, my goodness. That, the, 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 the urban legend was that I, I could jump high enough to where I ended up hitting my nose on the rim. Right. And yeah, the, the dudes start calling me nosebleed at, after after a practice session, man, because I had a good day athletically, and that's when the, the nickname Bleed stuck, man. I, I didn't think it was going to stick, but it did. So a lot of times when I go home, I still have some cats calling me Bleed. So that's what's up, man. You know it. Man, that's, that's a... I, I never knew that story until you shared it with me a couple of days ago, and I was like, Wow. It just it just put things into perspective. Here it is. I experienced the same thing as you, but I just didn't see it through your lenses. And so mm-hmm. it was just amazing to hear you share that side of it because again, I had never considered it. So let me right. ask you this, man. Being the Benny boy that you are, being the Benny boys that we are, what mm-hmm. does it mean to be a Benny's boy? And how did his leadership, i.e. mentorship, prepare you for life after high school? Uh I mean, well, you know, first and you know, first and foremost, I um we had the best program in the city, and uh, say it. And I, and I mean, and, and I'm saying that with as much objectivity as I am. I mean, I'm literally looking at all of them, rating them all. Um, you could talk to any of the other players from the other schools, and they'll tell you the first thing that we had that none of them had was discipline, but not mm-hmm. just a discipline to the man, um, but a discipline to each other. Like, uh, right, like you, right. like you said, you know, we all were together most of the time, all the time. You didn't really see us branching off. Exactly, you didn't from see each other. A, a, another, yes, exactly. right, right. I mean, you could you could catch us ten or twelve deep at the mall, you know, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and not doing anything mischievous, just just hanging, 
you know, for the little time we got before we got to go to practice or whatever it may be. Um, but to um, just to be a part of that, man, you know, it just it just it just it, it gives you something to be proud of, you know, and we come from a prideful city, you know, you know that. Right. Um, and so, I, couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more, man, because it to, to be as close as we were. Now, granted, we some of us had our differences, but we didn't let it get in the way of our ability to help our do our do our thing on the basketball court. And, and mm-hmm. so that that was big. And so I definitely agree. And I, I'm very grateful uh, to having been a Benny's boy because this guy prepared me for life so well after high school uh, from a standpoint of toughness and stick to it he, he he brought it it's, it's a few things that i saw and we're going to talk about a little bit here about the option of joining the, the armed forces mm-hmm. after versus right. going straight to college but mm-hmm. yeah man i i went i went through some stuff i saw people crying uh yeah. while i while they while we were going through it i'm like what you crying for here it is right. i'm a benny boy you we right. recognize yeah yeah we used to do this every day right and for me so, for me, it was um, it was a little bit of a different experience because uh, you know, um, I had my father in the home, you know, all my life, and uh, he right. was likewise, he, likewise, he was, yeah. He was pretty, he was pretty tough on me. Um, so you know, here I am thinking I'm getting away because I mean, I played sports, man, just so I could get out of the house, man. Because if not, my dad would have had me repaint the house, you know, <laughs> repaint the house, killer, put some new shillings on the roof or something. So I had to do something you know extracurricular outside of just going to school and uh here throw right back into the fire I got this this coach that's on me 24 7 so around the clock you know I had somebody you know just uh you know watching watching my every move and you know he had you know 40 50 players at a time but he was always right around the corner but um okay from him I gained you know I, I gained you know, the part about, he gave me the platform about being a leader. Cause you know, your parents give you that leadership of being an individual, you know, they tell you to go out there, you know, be yourself, uh, be you, don't worry about what other people say. Right. And uh, Coach Washington gave me the platform or, you know, kind of nominated me, you know, as a leader, as the leader he saw I was, but he gave me the platform to, to first lead some, you know, some other folks, you know, guys my age, my peers, right. you know, which and be a um, very big challenge. that, that yeah, which is a, a very big challenge because then in a sense too, now you you kind of you got to be one of the guys, but you also have to uh, you have to get some people in line yes. sometimes. And man, he used to tell stories about how you would have to get, you know, you know, guys that had done got you know a little older and wanted to get out of pocket. They was like, hey, Kirsch, Kirsch would let them know. Hey, you wow. remember remember where you came from, remember who who was what. And um but he I, right, right, and, and bring it all back into and one. But he, he was the accountable. First. Yep, yes, sir. Right. He was the first that gave me that platform. I mean, maybe, I don't know if he was the first that gave you that platform, but it, it, it kind of molded me to take that with me in life to, you know, be able to be a leader as an individual and lead other folks. And also still be under his tutelage because it still was his plan, and you know you still had to push that push that agenda and, and, and actually bring it out there on the court and bring it all together. So he was he was the first with that. That's good. And um, you know, that was that was his that was his main influence on me. 
Um, I mean, everybody has, you know, their, their own Coach Washington story. But, I mean, the, the, the guy was, he was real well-rounded. Um, you know, he, he could... He could he could tell you about his experiences in life, uh, his failures, and how he came back from them. And he just wouldn't allow you to give up on yourself. And, and you know, I saw that. And yeah, and that's exactly what I loved about it, man. I, I get mm. exactly what you're saying. And so when yeah. you shifted, well, you know, we graduated at this point. So now the option came down uh, to school, I guess it did. So main, uh, aside from sharing our Woodham stories, I know we got plenty of them to tell. So let's talk about the option because a lot of these males that listen that tune in to males to men united they they get kind of caught between whether or not they should join the military or go to college afterwards you you took the college route and Mm -hmm. and technically i took the military route but ultimately did the college thing in it as well so help me understand Mm -hmm. how was college life for you how was that to make that decision to take the college route after high school uh well first uh like uh i pretty much i I graduated high school or i pretty much was done with high school in three years um nice so um i was taking like uh i don't know if i told you but i I took the asbab test just to get out of class i mean i was a 3.5 student i really never had to study um like i told you before i had a i had a photographic memory so that's crazy i really photographic memory yeah, I mean, I took the ACT uh, going, I think, the summer going to my 10th grade year, and I made a 25 on mm. first first shot. Mm. You know, nice. 25 on the ACT. I think the highest you can make is a 32, and I hadn't even had three years of high school. I had only been in high school a year, or maybe a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, and, case in point, I took it my junior year, and I struggled to get a 19. <laughs> yeah, I made, a, I made a 25, you know, my... my my first shot at it, like I said, but, but I got a photographic memory, so I could see stuff, and you know, boom, I could I could just recite it or put it right down on paper, something like that. That's beautiful, so, man. Um, so, so the life, you know, I uh, what was it? Um, well, well, um, I, before I get to that, um, uh, there was a moment where uh, my phone was ringing off the hook with recruiters, and um. I was I was literally I was about to go into the army. Um okay. because uh I really, you know, like I said, I, I mean I was good at in school, but I wasn't really studious. So I I didn't really know if I wanted to go to college. You know, I was just like, I'm kinda done with school if I'm not gonna be playing basketball, which I didn't get the type of scholarship I wanted. I had you know, office to some smaller schools, but I wanted to go to if I was gonna go to get an education, I wanted to go to a you know a main university because you know this is what I'm have to put down on a resume um so I did have those type of thoughts but I didn't really even know what I was getting into with college but um my father was in the army and man he came with some stories and you know of course he was like you you've experienced some things son but you know um they're gonna tell you what you want to hear, you know what I'm saying? And he was like, and there's nothing wrong with that. He said, because that's pretty much what life is about. You're gonna hear what you want to hear, but it's always gonna be a different when it, when you get down to the fine print, exactly. you know? Yeah. And uh, basically that's kind of just what helped me make my decision to go to college because I mean, I had the Florida Bright Futures, you know, my first couple of years were paid for for free, um, you know, and uh, so you was able to I really there, didn't know so you was able to go there like you said pretty much free at least for the first two years 
yeah, for the first two years, I was able to go free. Um, I got I got like a terminal illness like my second year, so I lost the uh, scholarship. Which at the time, and and this is just all talking about you know the whole college thing. I didn't know I could have wrote a letter and got the scholarship back, but you know you live and you learn. But um, being like the first graduate, college graduate uh, in your family, right. you know, no one's ever been to college. Um, you 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 don't know a lot of things just like i mean just like with the military i didn't know you know my dad had to go through that for him to be able to tell me about it just like i'm pretty sure you could tell me some things you went through or you can advise guys now um you know with college it was just a lot of stuff that you know my family we didn't know um but yeah i chose i chose to go to college um just because you know it was a it was a chance for me to get away from home I think I had saw, I was reading magazines and I saw statistics about, uh, you know, it was some write up about, you know, a percentage of people that wherever they go to college, that's where they end up staying. And um, my biggest thing was like, I needed to experience something outside of Pensacola, even if I did have to come back and, you know, make that my home. I did want to experience something outside of there, something outside of just going to Tallahassee and fam, right. you know, that's only a couple hours down the street. I needed to get, you know, something else. And uh, did you feel that well, was, did you feel that you were mature enough to handle college right away? Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Um I I I've always and probably Coach Washington will tell you, like I I've always felt like I was a, a little bit, you know, before my years. So I, I really wasn't worried about, you know, that part of it. Um I I think just some of my main worries was just just like failing you know i didn't want to fail and and have to come back home it was kind of like a by by any means necessary you know type thing um anything legal anyway you know um but but i mean you know i did have times where you know i doubted you know but the the motivation was that you know i just couldn't give up i gotta work full-time and go to school full-time that's what i gotta do if i gotta you know if i gotta sit out for a year and then go back that just what I have to do. I could definitely relate um, to your stories as to where you're coming from because now, out of high school for me, I ended up going to a junior college. Now that in and of itself is, is a story because I was I was foolish. I had a couple of options to go to a D, a couple of D1 schools, and just long story short, I thought I was better than what I actually was, and I was trying to hold out uh, to go somewhere else. And mm-hmm. by that time, all the scholarships dried up, and so I was like, "Oh snap!" I didn't play myself, and so. I ended up going mm-hmm. to a junior college, and after that junior, uh, while attending that junior college, man, I had a, I had a run in with the coach to where he didn't like my style of play, and he liked to pass the ball like eight to ten times before on all, of course on offense before the before the shot goes up, and if you end up even mm-hmm. if you got an open shot on that fifth pass, he he would get upset and and basically bench you because he didn't want you to have your own creative style. So from that, you looked undisciplined where I saw an opportunity to where I, I got this guy beat and I would get the buckets, but the, the coach wasn't hearing it. And so that didn't go well as far as playing time is concerned. And I did, however, graduate with my two-year degree. But when it came time for the four, uh, for the four-year school, I didn't have many looks and college got expensive and I, I couldn't afford it and so the military for me was a was a backup plan to where it was mm-hmm. like man 
I, I don't want to go back to my neighborhood because I want to continue to move forward. At least, well, didn't want to go back to my neighborhood to stay. Much love for them. Right. But I had to start to be establish myself as the man I was aspiring to be. And so the military ended up being a backup plan for me. And by doing that, the military offered me not only the opportunity to finish my college, but it also paid me to do so. And so I saw it as a benefit. I saw it as a win-win because I was broke. It paid me every 1st and 15th. And I was also able to get my education. And so that was the, that, that was the decision I made because, man, that, that was the options that I was up against. Either, either go back to my neighborhood and, and I was working at Foot Locker or, or Champ Sports, something like that. And it got expensive, so it was time to move on. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. So, so let me ask you this, man. What advice would you give young guys who plan to go to college right out of high school? Uh, well, the first thing you know, I would, I would definitely say is, uh, you, you have so many resources now. I mean, a lot more of a uh, of us in the black community have experienced college. You know, uh, I think our generation was probably the first, like mass exodus you yes. know of uh you know of the children you know going to college or being able to go to college so you know no question is a dumb question you know ask questions but i mean even if you even if you can't you know get to someone you have to have a plan like i mean and when i say plan like like seriously sit down and outline and, and i'm gonna just tell you that plan is just not gonna go i, I mean it could, but more than likely, it's not going to go exactly how you write it down. Right. But uh, not only that, uh, go into something or because college is a business, you know, they will take your money as long as you're just going to give it to them. <laughs> so you, you definitely need to go in there with a, uh, a planned career. I mean, there's nothing wrong if if you're not playing sports and, and, and you don't know exactly what you want to do, don't don't start out college and just jump in there. I mean, they do have your prerequisites and, uh, you know, they kind of tell you, oh, after a couple of years, you'll figure out what you want to do. But um, it doesn't always, you know, pop out like that. You know, it doesn't always come out like that. I mean, you, I went for two years and I still was figuring out what I was going to do. And, uh, right on. you know, it, it, it kind of hurt me because then at that point, you're in the college, you're, you're in the loop. So now yep. I'm just taking classes, hoping that they go toward whatever I figure out I'm going to do. Toward your then, degree plan. Right. Yes. And then now you, you're you wrapped up in the matrix. Now, you know, they're not yeah. getting your money. And it's getting expensive. Yep. It's getting expensive. You end up with 200 something credits and you you walking <laughs> in someone's office and, you know, you're getting a letter in the mail saying, hey, we can't grant you any more financial aid. You need to be done by uh, this date, and you right. know, now walking in someone's office and saying, of "Hey, dude. yeah, a lot of things go crazy as a result." Right. So, the, so some of the main thing I heard you say is going to it with a plan, and even with that plan intact in or in tow, expect the unexpected. Yes, right. I, I think I think that's wisdom. You just shared a lot of wisdom right there. And for those who may be interested in joining the military right out of high school. I, all, I almost offer the same advice. Have a plan, even if it's nothing but a four-year plan. If you look to go into the military until you figure out what it is you, you really want to do, go in there and, and be responsible with your money and be, be diligent about understanding uh, a good trade, learning your job, what you want to do. 
and from that, if you just do it for four years, you should you, that'll give you enough time to get fig, get it figured out what it is you want to do, where you want to go, mm-hmm. and you have the money to do it. And then you can take advantage of the GI Bill that's still offered, the post 9/11 GI Bill that could pay for your education, so you don't have to worry about that expense. Plus the money that you've mm-hmm. saved, you you can set yourself up nicely, even if you only stay for four years. But you got to be right. intentional about what you want to do, and you you can. Four years have passed by in no in no time at all. Be, right, and one step. one thing I want to add to that because uh, I work for the federal government, and I know you guys got some of the same retirement um, type vehicle too. Uh, mm-hmm. You getting that military? I mean, like you said, right at eighteen, you're you're getting a little bit of money. Uh, definitely get with some of them OGs in there and ask about the you know the TSP exactly. Uh, some, some of those retirement vehicles because the earlier the better yes TSP is a thrift savings plan absolutely mm-hmm. yeah that's, yep. I, that's that's sound advice I, t- I see you sounding like the OG you're the OG now that's what's up hey man you know I uh I have some good teachers man you know like uh my dad is a retired postal worker uh and I mean he he know that stuff down packed so you know but the earlier the better man that's all I can say you know if 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 you start early like he did, I mean, my my pops retired when he was like forty nine or fifty years old. So, right, that's beautiful, I mean, man. The, the earlier the better, man. That's 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 all I can say when it comes to that. You know, don't be afraid to put put away a few dollars. You know, skip skip a couple pair of them Jordans. You know, and it exactly. took me a long time with that. You know, exactly. See, see now you preaching. You 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 speaking right. speaking real talk. And, right, and so, right. Like so Kawhi used to say, but I don't want to preach no sermon, though. But. No, no, but that's good. That's good. We, we need to hear it, man, because that's yeah. real. All right? So now we're going right. into the segment of the podcast that talks about know who you owe. All right, anybody who's successful, they didn't attain their success solely on their own efforts. So if you would, mm-hmm. name for me three people or entities or, or a combination of the two that you feel that you owe for your success in life and why. Oh uh, well, of course. I mean, I got to first start with uh, I got to first start with my father. Right um, I mean, I pretty much, I mean, I owe him everything because uh, he was one of those old school parents. Man, he wasn't out there trying to be my friend. He was out there really trying to teach me how this world is gonna treat you. Exactly. You know? uh, he he uh <laughs> he did a great job with that, man. Because uh, you know <laughs> he he reminded us every day that um this world. If they get a chance, they're going to have their foot on your neck, you know, and um, he just basically, wow. you know, was just out here trying to, you know, build a strong black man, you know, no matter, you know, what it was that we ended up doing. My father used to always tell us, just do it with pride. You could end up being a garbage man. He was like, you know, because as a black man, you, you the dice are just rolled for you. You know, you, yeah. you can want to be successful all you want and it may not happen, but you got to continue to strive and continue to fight and just fight the good fight and because uh, the struggle is real and, and like you and like you said man no pun intended to having a foot on your neck people are literally putting knees on neck killing people and so you definitely need to right. uh, tap into the knowledge wisdom and under, and resource that that a father brings so big ups to yeah. your pops man yeah that was figuratively and and actually yeah you're right yeah um, who's your number two uh, my number two um, is a is a few people um, kind of mixed in together. Like like uh, I had I only had two uncles in this world, 
and uh and of course you know my my cousin Jarvis and uh <laughs> and Jimmy um the Lewis brothers shout out the to Lewis Wood the Lewis brothers yeah they uh they you know and um I'm trying to I'm make sure I'm trying to say this right because you just never know who may hear this but uh they they did it all man you know my uncles and 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 my cousins they did it all um so basically all they tried all their tribulations man they just always just told me to learn from them right you know that, don't go man, out this me don't, being from Westwood I, I know exactly mm-hmm. what you're saying without really saying it but they showed you an element mm-hmm. of toughness and loyalty right. that 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 goes mm-hmm. a long way right right yeah. you know you know their their mistakes you know they they you know they didn't hide them and 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 they can admit to them in certain you know extents by telling you that you know don't do this don't and and protecting you while from a lot of those things you know if 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 Jarvis saw me you know at the wrong spot or with the wrong people anywhere he didn't think I was going to be it wasn't a time for him to be cool or nothing like that he right. he going to tell me to get where I need to be or you know call yeah. my mother or whoever it may be and, um, yeah man when i hear right. you talk when i hear you talk about Jarvis in a lot of ways i can't help but think about my brother man yeah so i right, I, right. I definitely can relate to what you're saying all right so yeah. who, who, number 3 as far as who you owe uh number 3 like i i mean we got to go back to the man the myth the legend we got to go back to uh, James <laughs> Washington there he is know, like um because just just in life I mean, uh, I mean, I don't think either one of us can find anybody else we spend more time with, you know, as far as for you know that that far off the branch. Because, Ain't it the truth? I mean, four years, uh, and I mean, like I say, he, you know, he he got on me, but he also he also gave me, like I say, the platform to to actually lead my peers. You know, I know I mean, exactly he, what you're saying. Same here. He chose us. You know, he chose us. I mean, he could have went with. Somebody you know, whoever, yeah. right? But um, it, he gave us that chance, that experience. Um, you know, like I mean, I'm pretty sure you you can say I I played with lawyers under me. Yes. I mean, heck, you know, by uh, my running mate, he made it to the NBA, 13, 14, 15 year vet. Uh, I got you know guys that played with me. They own businesses. That's, uh, that's big, man. You know, um, realtors, you know everything. A lot of leaders, and at, right? And at and at one point, like I say, I was—I ain't gonna say I was a guy they were necessarily looking up. You to, was appointed over but, at the time, yes. Right, you know, and um, and I'm not taking any credit for anything they've done. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I understand, but I'm just saying, you know, we from the same claw. Exactly. You know, exactly. Same claw. Your, your name was called, and you you answered the call. Yeah, and there it right, is, man. Right. That's big time. Hey, yeah. Shays, this has been a pleasure, man. This has been outstanding. And I appreciate going down memory lane with you and sharing some of the knowledge that you that you got from the going the college route and definitely giving shouts out to our man, Coach Benny Washington. And man, and I shared a little bit of the insight of my decision to join the military. Hopefully the listeners had a good in good indication of what our Bond is like to be a Benny's boy from from Woodham High School, right? And then the right. life after high school, how he went on and made that decisions, and so from that, I think you laid some good principles for young men, young males to to make sound decisions. 
Any any final shout outs Definitely. before we get out of here, my brother? Uh, you know, always shout out to the Woodham High School. Uh, you know, got to remember the Titans. You know, they remember the Titans. They try, they try to bury, but they don't know we just gonna grow. We just gonna keep keep growing. <laughs> uh, they they they'll never be able to just get rid of us. So, uh, of course, shout out to Pensacola, Florida. You know, my whole family, uh, my Knight family, my Bradley family, the Lewises. Absolutely. You know, everybody that you know was there for me throughout my whole life and, and being born and raised there, you know. Shout out to OG Bleed, you know. <laughs> my man. You, you, it, it, it wasn't much we said, but, you know, like I, I got a lot of examples of how to be a, a leader also from you just in them in those few run-ins we had. So um, shout out to you, man. And, uh, you know, Humble, I appreciate you always just like, you know, if I hit you up, you answer back, sure. and, you know. Whatever it may be, and, and, and it's always been that love, you Absolutely. know. So it's that I appreciate you. Fraternity sure. Wedgewood, Pensacola love, man. So, yes, yeah, I, man, I definitely you know. appreciate you, and I, I wish you and your family continued success, continue to do well. I know you're holding it down at the United States Postal Service. So, all yeah, continue yeah. success in everything you do, brother. So, we're going to get out of here. All right. All right. Males to Men United, mentoring and empowering young males to be exceptional men. Till next time, be blessed.